Hey everyone, this is B. Thank you so much for listening to Geo's Passion. Shout out to Geo's Passion's posse. You guys are the best. Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. What's up? What's up? Geo's Passion Posse, GPP, and the place to be. We're bringing you this podcast from our GPP studios in the in the North Pole. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, everybody, I hope you're doing great. My name is Jack. I am your host. And um, it's the holiday season. Cuffing season? Holiday season? <laughs> Shout out to Regina's Rebels. Holla. Boop, boop. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought I'd bring you this beautiful podcast episode from the North Pole. I know it's a little chilly up here, but, you know, I got to do some traveling, do what I got to do. So, for those of you from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, I wanted to tell you this, okay? It took me all my life to learn this tradition. As many of you know, I used to have my beautiful red Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. So with the age and the miles getting up there, I decided to upgrade a bit. Especially since 2022 real estate was good. Um, So what I did was I was hanging out with my crew in Wesley Chapel. And I was telling them, hey, you know what? I got a new car. um, And everything's beautiful. And I like it. And it's got the the new... um, that new light that they, you know, the new Mercedes Benz have from like the S550 and stuff like that. So um, they were like, hey, have you ever heard of the blessing, the dollar blessing? And I was like, I never heard of no blessing. It's an Italian tradition. I go, really? I go, the only Italian tradition that I heard of was the bullhorns on the rearview mirror. And that's supposed to ward off evil eye and keep you safe and stuff like that. So, but what did I do? You know, me and my research, I looked it up. Well, guess what? Yes, GPP, there's another tradition out there, and I'm going to tell you what it's about, <laughs> and I never knew about this, and it's funny because I uh, asked my buddy K-Fed yesterday, and he was like, yeah, you never heard of that? I was like, dude, seriously, bro? And he's from Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> so, the practice is known as car coining. That's when a few coins are tossed on the floor of a newly purchased vehicle as a sign of good luck. Whether or not it brings good luck... Having spare change is never a bad thing, especially true back in the day when we were in New York, you know, and you got the tolls in New York, every bridge and everything like that. Um, Now everything's electronic and toll by plate. So I would like to thank Chris for the blessing because um, didn't even know I got the blessing, received the blessing. Thanks, Chris. Shout out to you. So now in this beautiful holiday season, if anybody from the GPP, Geo's Passion Posse, wants to send me a blessing, You don't have to drop money on my car floor, but you can follow, subscribe, and leave a review and comment, especially on Apple Podcasts to help push the Geo's Passion Podcast to a wider audience in other states and countries. So at the end of the year, uh, Anchor FM and Spotify, they do a a big uh, wrap up, they call it. So according to my wrap up uh, for 2022, I am in three countries. I am heard in three countries. Which is awesome. Um, the U.S., of course, Germany, das sprechen Sie Deutsch, and Ireland. Oh, for the sake of the Irish people, they got to tell you something, eh? 
So what I want to do in 2023, and only you guys and gals can help me out there, okay? What I want to do in 2023 is I want to expand on that. I want to expand on that. Let's try to double, triple that. You know what we do? Let's, let's do this. Let's get Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse and the podcast. Let's get into Canada. Let's get into Mexico. Let's get into England. Let's get into Italy. Let's get into Dubai. And let's get into France in 2023. You think you can do that? I know a, a, a bunch of you who are Mexican. I know some Canadians, especially love Florida. Um, parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, mademoiselle, monsieur, comment allez-vous? And parlez italiano, ma bene, io fame, andiamo a mangiare la pizza. <laughs> and then, orale, we, hook me a brother up in the, orale, ese, GPP in the Geospatial Passe, we. And in Canada, they're French too, anyway. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's how they do it. So, yes, let's push Geo's Passion Posse and the GPP into some other countries. That would be awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, now that the holiday season is here, I hope everybody had a great time eating um, and, and, and got to do whatever they wanted to do. I do want to let you know also, and the reason why I asked, uh, you know, I asked you to help me out is because I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers, and I currently have 745. So let's subscribe and let's follow on this listening platform or any listening platform. That way we can blow it up and get the Geo's Passion, the Geo's Passion Posse into those airwaves. Yes, my first topic of the day Mistletoe Madness. Mistletoe Madness? What is mistletoe madness? So for those of you who do not know the mistletoe tradition, how it came to be, I looked it up on the historychannel.com. <laughs> and historychannel.com states, as a part of the early custom, men were allowed to steal a kiss from any woman caught standing under the mistletoe, standing under the mistletoe. And remember, refusing was viewed as bad luck. <laughs> so yet another tradition uh, instructed the merrymakers to pluck a single berry from the mistletoe with each kiss. Mwah! And to stop smooching once they were all gone. So, of course, um, you know, I looked further into what mistletoes are and things like that. And I looked at the biological one. Mistletoes are like, um, uh, not poison, but like um, they kill other plants off and stuff like that. So, I was like, Eesh. But I'm glad uh, I like the nicer traditional one. So, to me, not only is this tradition cute, but it can be very sexy with the right person. <laughs> You might never know that a person likes you, yet after a kiss under the mistletoe, all might be revealed. Hmm, you didn't know that. Something so simple as that. So now we are officially in the Christmas season, also known as cuffing season for those of you not in a solid relationship. And uh, shout out to you guys and gals who are in cuffing season. Um, and I will say, uh, has it been to the point where you've cuffed somebody? And I always ask this, I always ask if you've cuffed somebody for the season or not. So now with that said, except for the mess of 2020, we all know what that was, especially since Florida opened up way sooner than any other state. Kissing under the mistletoe was, in my opinion, slowly becoming a lost art. I wish they would bring it back. How many of you want it back? You, you, you raise your hand. Yeah. Yell out in your car with the windows down. Oh, okay, the windows up, depending where you're at, because it might be cold. 
I want the mistletoe, mistletoe, mistletoe tradition to come back. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. We can do it. Come on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but look, um, I want that tradition to come back. Okay. Slowly, but surely, but bring it back. Um, now, you also got to be careful because, you know, the whole Me Too movement, we have to be very careful not to get our signals crossed. I give you a kiss on the lips, I give you a kiss on the cheek, and all of a sudden, oh, you know, uh, you're not supposed to do that, and blah, 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 and oh, shut up, I say to you. <laughs> Yo, for, so for that reason, I believe more women, and this is my opinion, this is my opinion. You know what they say about opinions? Everybody's got one. Um, I believe women, more women should be open to making the first move or giving positive signals to the man while under the mistletoe. So if you're under the mistletoe with Bobby and Bobby's like, oh, I want to give her a kiss, but I'm not too sure. Sally turns around and goes and gives Bobby a kiss in the cheek or gives Bobby a kiss in the lips. And then Bobby's like, all right, that was good. And we didn't have our signals crossed. So, you know, that way Bobby stays out of trouble because we don't want Bobby to be in trouble this holiday season, do we? Nope, 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 not at all. So see, a nice kiss on the mistletoe has gotten me into trouble. Yes, me, the innocent, quiet Jack the Host from Geo's Passion. In a nice way. <laughs> Good conversation and suddenly you realize you're under a mistletoe when the other party starts flirting with you or is flirting with you or has been flirting with you all night and then they get thrown off guard with a kiss under the mistletoe it makes the flirting all too real and now things get serious because it's all out there you know what i'm saying yeah baby yeah cheeky baby how you doing oh, 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 oh now have you ever fallen weak to a kiss under the mistletoe have you the soft hand on your lower cheek and bringing them into you, they will either kiss you, turn the cheek with a sneaky smile, or just smack you. It's something you're going to have to experience in real life and report back to us at the GPP, Geo's Fashion Posse. Report with your results. Yes. Now, I can say that kissing under a mistletoe in a Christmas party where fun and alcohol are both flowing can be a very sexy thing, especially if the quick Peck doesn't become a kiss on the cheek, but a soft central kiss on the other person's lips. Ooh, easy there. Yeah, easy there. <laughs> now, the kiss is one thing, but if then they hang on to you, they hug you, or they put their hands on your chest or waist, you know, it was welcomed and maybe even a wanted kiss. Maybe they liked you for a while. Maybe they wanted to get to know you. And the mistletoe not only opened them up, it allowed them to get closer to you. So that's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Something that might lead to a closer friendship, a situationship, or just sex. Yeah, buddy, just sex. <laughs> Look, just be careful not to go too crazy and let it happen naturally. Because if you force things, things don't work well. I mean, you can force it and, you know, and be like, oh, yeah, baby, what's up? Hey, how you doing? But if it happens naturally, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing because, you know, both parties involved are really, really into each other. And that's what it's all about. So 
Now, all that is nice and pretty, but I'm going to interject a little bit of my no-nos. And you know, I, I, I like the good things and I will tell you about the bad things. So remember, this is coming from my perspective, a guy, a guy's perspective. So um, I've noticed that a lot of women, you know, that I've interacted with lately, they have this obsession, a little obsession with a three-inch stiff stick. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's not male genitalia. It's not a mother enus, okay? You dirty mind listeners, you. Oh, yeah, I can see how the coquito's flowing in your systems. The eggnog's going, and you're like, oh, a small three-inch hard thing? No, it's the vape. It's the vape. It's the vape. You'll see these little vape pens, which are the size of a carpenter's pencil in the hands of women. Uh, crazy part is women I know from young to old are doing it more than men. And the fact it's not smoke, they feel free to use it in enclosed areas, including a couple of ladies in a group I run. They did a vaping in a restaurant like they would eat or they would drink and then they would vape right there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on, people. You've got to be kidding me. That's that's total sign of respect. Also, when I travel, I can smell that fruity strawberry scent in airports and hotels. I think that shows a lack of control and respect to others and themselves. I understand the habits. Everybody's got habits. You could be the most purest, cleanest person. You still have a habit. Okay? And like that book, 21 Habits, 21 Days to Break a Habit, something like that. You got to break the habit. But it doesn't make for a good mistletoe kiss in my opinion the other one is smoking Uh, (laughs) that's another story but i personally can't kiss a person who does either one if you smoke or you vape mm, these lips will not touch your lips so see i want a fresh smelling kiss from a beautiful woman if you've ever smelled someone's breath after they brush their teeth there's a freshness that's almost pure a freshman a freshman a freshness that's so kissable That's why unconsciously people kiss their loved ones on the lips after they've brushed, no matter how long they've been together. So I've, you know, I've been with a woman or women in the past that if you wake up or if they wake up, you're kissing them on the cheek or on the forehead because you don't want to kiss them on the lips and them smelling your stank ass breath. Stank ass breath. That's what it is. Now, again. It's my personal choice, but let me know your rules for kissing, especially under the mistletoe. With the start of Christmas season, let's open up with one another and allow ourselves to be loved and receive the gifts that the season gives in many forms, especially that stolen or secret kiss. You know, what might come out of it might be something very special. You might be telling your children, yeah, daddy and I, how I met your mother, (laughs) kissing each other on the lips under a mistletoe in the North Pole, in New York, Dallas, California, Germany, Ireland, or even here in the North Pole. Oh, yeah, I said the North Pole already. Or even there where you guys and gals are at in Wesley Chapel, Florida. (laughs) Just remember... uh, TheHistoryChannel.com says that a refusal leads to bad luck. So even on the kiss that happens on the cheek, 
that'll count as good luck. So um, I have to go shopping for Christmas stuff. And one of the things I'm going to do shopping is I'm going to grab a couple of mistletoes. Um, I got some Christmas parties that I'm going to go to. And I want to make sure that my Christmas parties are properly supplied with mistletoes. Not for me, of course, but for others. Um, you know, let the host or hostess know, hey, guess what? I want you to do me a favor. Give me some tape. And I'm going to put some you know, without damaging the walls, of course, uh, or you get little strings and you hang them up. I'm going to hang some mistletoes throughout, especially if it's a, uh, you know, a nice event with uh, mixed groups like, um, you know, singles, uh, married couples. The married couples will kiss each other and the singles might get to know each other and kiss each other, too. So, you know, that'll spice things up at the event, not only with gifts, ugly sweaters, shirts or dresses, but with a mistletoe or two, depending on the size of the location and the group. That is awesome. GPP, Geo's Passion Posse, I hope you enjoy this Christmas tradition with friends and loved ones and you grow your circle this holiday season because 2023 is going to be a shit show and you'll need it to make it on your ride. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) Yep, that's it. That's my mistletoe story and I'm sticking to it. So I like to tell everybody this podcast episode is being, being, being sponsored by Tampa Lux Homes and the Tampa Lux Homes website. TampaLuxHomes.com will give you updated information on the housing market and is a way to reach out to Jack, a licensed realtor in the Tampa Bay area for your home service needs. Remember, Tampa Bay has award-winning airports, major sporting events, concerts, beaches, and great restaurants. Whether buying or selling, Jack is experienced in the Tampa Bay residential market and can help whether you're local or relocating from out of state. Remember, Jack has done the move from New York City to Tampa, and he can help you make the move too. If you're not moving for a year or retiring for a year, Jack can help you purchase a new construction home, which is taking about a year to complete right now, um, or numerous inventory homes with incentives from the new new home builders. That way you can have a newly built home when you're ready to move to the Tampa Bay area and to the Sunshine State. The website is spelled T-A-M-P-A-L. U-X-E-H-O-M-E-S dot com. Jack and Tampa Lux Homes here for you and your residential needs. Now back to the episode. <laughs> so I wanted to let everybody know again, um, uh, 2023, I'm looking to really ramp things up and build up the, um, the um, interviews and um, really make things happen so that, um, you know, we got a lot more um, diversity in the sense of shows and things like that. So, um, there's a uh, voice recording button that you can hit. You can leave comments there. I'll upload it to the show. Um, you can reach out to me at, uh, GPP, um, at geospassion.com. I'm sorry. And leave me a notice saying, Hey, I want to be interviewed. I can do phone interviews and things like that. For those of you who didn't hear the, um, the interview with B, um, it was about, I want to say two months ago, maybe on the phone. And, um, and again, the interview New Year's of this year, it was January 1st, 2022 with, uh, B and Mac Mall. That'll be coming up again in 2023. Maybe not on New Year's Day, but we'll, uh, we'll have some updates and things that are going on. So, um, again, remember, you don't have to use your real name because the motto of Geo's Passion is some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. Let's go. Come on, baby. So that leads to the social media questions that were voted on by Geo's Passion Posse on social media. The answers came from GPP followers on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter. 
Yes, I love the participation from everybody that's been taking place lately, and it's uh, it's great because I put the questions out there. It breaks down the percentages, and um, it's, it's fun. It's really, really fun. So, uh, if you're not on social media, if you don't follow Geospassion on Instagram, um, if you don't follow me on Facebook, if you don't follow me on Twitter, if you don't follow me on Snapchat, uh, send me a message. Um, actually. On the comment section below or the description section of the podcast, I have links posted there for all the social media and all the web pages and stuff like that. That way you can keep up with the uh, Geospassion and the Geospassion Posse. GPP in the place to be. Let's go. Here we go. So the first question was, have you ever kissed under a mistletoe? Ooh, have you ever kissed under a mistletoe? And the choices were yes, no. And what's a mistletoe? <laughs> so I will say that 29% of Geo's Passion and Geo's Passion Posse has kissed under a mistletoe. I am guilty. I have kissed under a mistletoe. Full disclosure. All right. Uh, 71% of GPP and Geo's Passion Posse said no. They've never kissed under a mistletoe. I'm like, what? Oh, man. You don't know what you're missing out on. 71%. Damn. Where the hell y'all from? I don't know. But we got to get that changed. See? Hence, the mistletoe story. Hence, let's get things changed for 2023. 2022, 2023. Let's bring it back. Let's go. And, of course, 0% said, what's a mistletoe? Because everybody in Geo's Passion and GPP knows what a mistletoe is. But the fact that they haven't been kissed under it, mm, that kind of hurt. That kind of hurt. Now, in... um. In the second part of that question, did a mistletoe kiss lead to more later? And the options were yes, sex, yes, dating, a sexy situationship, or nothing at all. So, yes, sex, 0%. Yes, dating, 33%. Sexy situationship, 0%. And nothing at all, 67%. So, those of you who have kissed under the mistletoe, just kiss on the mistletoe and that's it. Nothing else happens, so... I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> Our next poll question is, are you buying a Christmas gift for someone you're just dating? Ooh. Now, I know you guys and gals have gone through this with your friends. And you're like, look, um, Shannon, um, should I buy uh, Frankie that new gift? Um, you know, that new cologne? I mean, we've just been dating for like three months, but I kind of like them. And you know what's up? And then um, Tony's like... Hey, yo, hey, yo, Tom, yo, let me ask you a question. You know, I got that new girl over there up in, um, you know, in, um, in Long Island, Long Island. Uh, should I buy her a gift or something like that? You know, because we just, you know, we just chilling for a couple months and stuff like that. So, well, I will tell you, Geo's Passion, the GPP said, yes, they are buying a gift for someone they're just dating. And the choices are, yes, sky is the limit something inexpensive no they haven't earned it yet and i'm too cheap so <laughs> the uh sky's the limit yes the sky's the limit 57 percent of gpp something inexpensive 29 percent. no they haven't earned it yet 14 percent. i'm too cheap zero percent so it's good to see that gpp is not cheap but damn yes sky's the limit 57 percent for somebody you're just dating Whew, let me tell you a story. Maybe I should start dating because, yeah, whew, man, 57%, sky's the limit. Maybe I should have waited to get my new car because, uh, 
You never know. <laughs> the sky's that limit. That's what's up. <laughs> but um, 29% of you said something inexpensive, and then, no, they haven't earned it yet, 14%. That's deep. Are you buying a Christmas gift for someone you're just dating? They haven't earned it yet, 14%. If they haven't earned it yet, and you've been in that relationship for a minute, I think it might be time to find somebody else. It might be time to uh, see those Christmas and New Year's pictures without that person that you're with because, damn, 14%. That's deep. So now I did uh, involve something else, especially this year. It's been all about, you know, men, women, single moms, uh, you know, misogyny, uh, hierarchy, patriarchy, all the archies and uh, hypergamy. Would you buy a Christmas gift for a new lover's kids? Ooh, <laughs> see, I threw a curveball in there for you. So you can be dating somebody who's got kids. You can be a guy or a gal because, you know, they got kids. So would you buy Christmas gifts for new lover's kids? 33% of you said yes. 33% of you said no. And then 34 of you, 34% said maybe next year. <laughs> you, that was tight. It, it, was a, it was a tight one. But 34% said maybe next year. So maybe, you know, maybe you all met in cuffing season and the relationship is new and you haven't met the other person's kids yet. And, you know, maybe if you're still together next Christmas, then it's no longer a cuff. It's not a sexy situation. You're in a relationship. So maybe next year they'll qualify for the uh, the gift for the new lover's kids. So that's that's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Again, I'd like to thank GPP and the Geo's Passion Posse for actively voting in the polls and passing it on to your friends and social media so they can vote too. If you haven't joined GPP, remember to subscribe at Geo's Passion Posse. I mean, at Geo's Passion Posse, at geospassion.com. Let's grow this uh, Geo's Passion Posse. And also, if you got a topic that you want me to talk about on the uh, on the air, hey, I'm more than willing to do it because, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's fun stuff. It is really, really fun stuff. So here we go with sports. So the Dallas Cowboys are back in second place with a record of 8-3. and three. They play um, the Indianapolis Colts, who have a record of 4-7-1. and one. The Dallas Cowboys are now fifth in the NFC for the wild card chances, and the Bucks are fourth for the wild card chances. And that's the thing that gets me because the Cowboys' record is eight and three, and the Bucks' record we're going to see it's uh, five and six. So how the hell the Bucks are ahead of the um, the Cowboys? I think it's because the Bucks are first with a five and six record in the NFC South. See, that's what does it. Now, the Bucks have a Monday night game against the um, four-win, eight-loss New Orleans Saints at Raymond James Stadium. And the Cowboys are playing uh, Sunday night um, around 8.20 p.m. The Florida State Seminoles have a record of 9-3. And, and the Seminoles are second in the ACC Atlantic Division. FSU is now ranked again. And they are ranked 13 in the final polls, uh, which is great. Um, you know, this this jump, I mean, because they, they beat, you know, the Gators. They beat the University of Florida Gators. And um, because of that, now they have a chance, you know, for the bowl games and, and stuff like that. So that gives the Seminole a top shot, you know, to be a top 10 contender to finish the end of 2022. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Shout out to uh, FSU Go Knowles. 
And the Miami Hurricanes, uh, as much as I love the Miami Hurricanes, they're in fifth place with a record of five and seven in the ACC Coastal Division. The only thing coming out of the news with the Miami Hurricanes lately is that they've had a couple of flips. And a couple of flips, I mean, some people who were either committed to other schools or have been playing for a school have flipped and committed to the University of Miami. Some big guys, too. So that might help out in the front line. And, um, you know, we'll see what's up with that. So in hockey, the Lightning are third in the Atlantic Division with a record of 15, 8, and 1. And last but not least, the Rangers. Jacob deGrom, the now former New York Mets pitcher, agreed to a five-year, $185 million deal. Peace out. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Jacob deGrom is out. No longer wearing the Mets pinstripes. The Mets orange, royal, and white. Aaron Judge is still in talks with the Yankees, but the San Francisco Giants are pursuing him hard. Remember, he's got family in San Francisco. So um, it's going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting what happens now. Um yeah, the, the, the winter meetings are coming up here, and um, what's going to happen is that's how we find out who gets picked for what team, who gets traded where, and things like that. So I think the, um, the Yankees uh, up there, they're, uh, they're offering to like eight years, $300 million for Aaron Judge. So we'll see. We'll see what, uh, you know, what he says and what goes on, because at the end of the day, it's all about the money. <laughs> you like that? All about the money, right? Yeah. Speaking of money, this is the finance section. <laughs> Shwing. Yeah, bye, bye. According to AAA, the price of fuel this Thanksgiving weekend, or this Thanksgiving, not this Thanksgiving weekend, but this weekend in Tampa is currently an average of $3.22, and it's around $3.83 in the Bronx, New York. Crude oil is $79.98 a barrel, which is down a couple of dollars. So it's been up and down and up and down. Now this, the U.S. dollar index is uh, $104.51, which uh, what it does is it makes the U.S. dollar more affordable to other countries so they can purchase U.S. goods and services. Currently, $1 in the United, one U.S. dollar equals 0.95 euro cent, and one United States dollar equals 0.82 pounds sterling cents. Um, this shows the dollar's weakening, and some of the other currencies are strengthening. But again, everything is relative. Um, you know, I'll talk more about the inflation uh, later on. So it, it's it's a give and take, and I think I know there are countries that are doing way better than we are right now. But I think out of the the normal ones like England, Australia, uh, you know, things like that, I think we're starting to bounce back. Um, nothing the administration has done. It's just the uh, the ec- economics and the market of it all. So. In crypto, the price of Bitcoin is currently around 17080 which is a big pump because it's been 15000 16000 for the past two weeks. So finally, it's up at $17,080. And I'm going to talk more about why I think the market is pumping and why everybody else thinks the market is pumping. So Ethereum is currently $1,272. Solana is $13.54. Cardano is $0.32. Cents. And Matic is making a good pump at 91 cents. So crypto and the rest of the market listened to the Fed Chair Powell. And I believe because of the, um, 
the positive feel on his uh, speech the other day. Um, I believe though the rates will rise, it will probably raise up about maybe half a point, half a percent. Um, that would definitely make the market move even more. So the stock market, though it's shaky still, it's starting to see a little bit of life with that that uh, that speech from uh, uh, Chairman Powell. Um, I'm still in the red. Yes, I'm still in the red, but I'm doing a little better. Instead of down 27, 25%, I'm down about 23.44% between Tesla and Amazon. So slowing, I mean, slowly going up. Uh, Tesla's price is around $194.20 per share, and Amazon is $94.01 per share. And as I told everybody, full disclosure, I own both. Um, Now, Eddie El Tigre de Tampa, his favorite gold. Gold is pumping. Gold is now $1,807.60, which is up huge by $44.20 in a week. So that is crazy, crazy, crazy. So I'm telling you, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, we shall see. We shall see because the economy is slowly turning around. It's not perfect, but um, hey, what are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? There's, there's nothing else that you can do to, to make things happen. You know what I'm saying? So, so we'll see what happens. So now on to the housing market. And I will tell you what's going on with the housing market is with the changes, they've reacted a little different. All right. So now the housing market, um, the, the interest rates for mortgages went down. Right now it's at 6.49%. Um, and it's down for the third week in a row. Okay, because remember earlier in a couple of episodes ago, I told you about it hit the uh, the highest mark uh, in 20 years when it went above 7 percent. It was like 7.3, 7.5, something like that. So it was rough. Um, and that was less than a month ago. Now, the average 30 year fixed rate loan has fallen almost half a percentage point, which is huge. So the AP reports out of Washington, D.C. that the average long term U.S. mortgage rate ticked down for the third week in a row and have fallen more than half a point since hitting a 20-year high less than a month ago. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac reported Thursday that the average on the benchmark 30-year rate fell to 6.49% from 6.58% last week. And a year ago, the average rate was 3.11%. When I closed uh, six months ago, I think it was like 3.8% already. So I I think it was 3.8%. No, no, I, I think I was in the fours already. I think I actually, yeah, I think I hit uh, 4.8%, something like that, yeah. So it, it was going up and going up fast. So now the rate for a 15-year mortgage, 15, one five-year, uh, popular with those refinancing their homes, edged down to 5.76 from 5.90 last week. Um, it was 2.39% a year ago. So again, it doesn't make sense to refinance your house unless you have a, uh, a current interest rate that is above 7% because you're only going to go down to 5.76%. You understand? So it, it'll help. Definitely, it'll help. But it's not going to be like 2.39 like a year ago. Again, like when I had the, uh, the 6% um, interest rate on my investment townhouse until I moved into it and then I refinanced it because I was living there uh, and that dropped down to like... Um, uh, from 6%, it dropped down to 3.85%. So that was a home run. That was definitely well worth it because I saved about two to $300 a month alone on mortgage. 
So, you know, but if you're if you're your rates currently down in the threes, there's no way you're going to refinance it because <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to pay more money now at five, five point seven, six, five point seven, six. Yeah, makes no sense. Now, the mortgage rates are still more than double what they were in early January. Again, that's what I'm saying. Uh, markets rallied Wednesday after the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, signaled that the Fed may increase its key rates by just half a point at its December meeting. See, in the finance section, I was telling you guys and gals about that. That's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling that it's going to do a half a point, maybe stick with half a point down the line until, you know, after the new year and things get better and maybe even drop down to a quarter point and keep quarter points steady until, you know, until everything's straight. So, of course, we have a... um, a new house because the Republicans took over the house um, by a majority. So we'll see what that does to the economy also. Um, the rate increases could then fall to more traditional quarter point size. Yep, I just said it. There you go. At its February and March meetings 2023 based on previous Fed forecast. So Powell said the Fed will likely have to keep rates elevated for longer than originally planned as inflation has eased somewhat but way above the central bank's 2% target. The sharp rise in mortgage rates this year, combined with still climbing home prices, has added hundreds of dollars to monthly home loan payments relative to last year. And again, like I said, you know, I have my mortgage and somebody who's going to buy the same house that I have, um, the, the prices haven't gone down. Actually, the, the price has stayed up by $100,000 on my house. So then my mortgage rate compared to what a new person is going to buy it at, it's, you know, I'm going to pay way less on mortgage because I'm 100000 down compared to $100,000 less plus my, my mortgage percentage is way less than a new person buying, you know, the same house, same model um, with the $100,000 price tag higher plus a higher mortgage rate. So, um, but I'm going to tell you a couple of other things because when I moved to move from Florida, from Florida, from New York to Florida, the, the rates were actually 6.6%, I believe I paid on my first house down in Broward County. And this was in 2004. I believe it was 2004. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's going to affect the first time home buyers, but other people are still able to afford, you know, a house. So now the, uh, the sharp rise in mortgage rates this year combined with still climbing home prices. I just said it. Yep. Has added hundreds of dollars to monthly home loan payments relative to last year when the average rate on a 30-year mortgage barely got above 3% much of the time. So people are still used to that. And again, at 3% mortgage, depending on your house, if you're a new home buyer or you're just entering the market, you don't make that much money, you still can afford it at 3%. But now you're double plus, you know, you're not 3%, you're, you're, you're lower. So because of that, it's like, ah, you know what? Now you can't afford it because a lot of people make their, their home purchasing um, even if they qualify um, based on their monthly availability and what they can pay. So now that's pump up and stuff like that has created a significant affordability hurdle for many would-be home buyers, spurring this year's housing market downturn. They just said that. Yep. Last month, sales of previously occupied U.S. homes fell for the ninth consecutive month, hitting the slowest pre-pandemic annual sales pace in more than 10 years. And again, I'd like to thank the uh, Florida Realtors, the National Association of Realtors, and the Associated Press for this in-depth information. It's deep, I'm telling you. They're talking about, oh yeah, next year we're going to have a recession. I've told you that, we're already in a recession. I think what's going to happen is next year, whatever recession they finally call, 
the people who are really prepared, like started preparing months ago, they'll be fine. They'll be really fine. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and everything will go good. But uh, those of you who are not prepared, like I said, uh, take, you know, take a couple of bucks out of your paycheck each week. You know, instead of buying that latte, put $25 away a paycheck, put $50 away, put $100 away. And when the time comes, you know, six months down the road, you're looking at a nice penny because if you're short something, hey, now instead of putting it in the credit card, which is like 29, 30% interest rate, especially with LIBOR, um, you're looking at, hey, I got it covered because I have it in the bank. So, and banks giving interest, I mean, it's not a home run. You know, like I tell you, if it's going to be long, long-term interest investment, um, an I-series savings bond is probably going to be your best bet. It's still pushing, I think, 6.3%, something like that. But if you have to keep money in the savings account in the bank, at least look for 2 to 2.5%, two you know, uh, like Ally or something like that. So, um, because that definitely will help you out. Again, don't forget, if you have a good story and would like to be interviewed for the podcast, please reach out to me and we'll collaborate. I appreciate everybody. Um, I'm working on another episode before the holidays, before Christmas. Um, I'm supposed to be going to Nashville also, and that's going to be an experience because I've never gone to Nashville, Tennessee. So this is a good year. You know, I went to Fort Lauderdale. I went to Dallas, Texas. I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee. Next year, there's going to be more. Um, you know, I have a American Airlines points credit card, and I'm so close to hitting gold. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's do this. So, you know, 2023 is going to be uh, a nice traveling year. And again, if you want to see, you know, some of my videos, you can go to the Geo's Passion YouTube channel, um, you know, at Geo's Passion on YouTube, and uh, it'll show you videos of, uh, you know, the Tampa International Airport Lounge for the American Airlines. You know, it was pretty cool. I, it was the first time I, I went. And, um, you know, because I have the, um, the, the executive platinum card thing, MasterCard, whatever, whatever. And I uh, went in there and it's, it's pretty cool. It is so cool. And the funny thing is, <laughs> it's so cool because you're sitting there, you're eating, you know, it's all included with the card and stuff like that. You're eating, you're relaxing in the lounge and all that. And then you got to go to the terminal to catch your flight. And then you sit on those hard chairs and you're like, oh, geez, I wish these chairs, I wish the term from, from the, um, from the lounge, you could go straight to the plane. It would be awesome. But you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not that bougie yet. So <laughs> hopefully maybe one day when Geo's passion, um, hits, you know, the, uh, the airwaves like, um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> so you can only wish you can only dream. So, but again, everybody, I really appreciate all the, uh, the, uh, support and everything you've done for me. And uh, and the Geo's Passion Posse still hanging in there, kicking butt. And, uh, you know, hey, let's do this. Let's keep on. Uh, 2022 is not over yet. We still have about uh, three weeks, three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks is a long time to go. And then 2023 is here. So let's rock and roll. All right. I love you all. Hang in there and keep on kicking butt. Enjoy the ride. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse. Shout out to you guys and gals. Uh, don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast, no matter what listening platform you're on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. Don't forget to follow Geo's Passion on the social media scene with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my YouTube videos. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am almost there so hook a brother up all right 
Let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse together. I thank you all. And remember, like I always say, some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> I'm Jack. I'm your host. And I'm out. Peace. Woo. Let's go. Let's go.